This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to talk geeky things with all of you and with our crew here. First of all, from the Big D, Dormont, PA, and Studio C. He's a gadget guru of Big Bank International Esquire. He's uh, he's the chilla. John Chichilla. I'm the chilla. The chilla with the old tech. The old yes, hoopties having the chilla, problems. The chilla with the old hoopty and the old chipsets to run Minecraft on. But yes. but man, you were talking about on on Patreon for Patreon, um, like just getting some old hardware to do new video and video game things. And 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 even that we're talking about, like I gotta go check what year I did purchase this this the computer we run all of this on. Um, it may be five, six, seven years at this point. And I know you're talking about 2013 computers doing some stuff. So, um, it's amazing kind of how far, you know, a lot of this hardware can go actually at this point, but also with us, she's hanging out with us. She's a social media extraordinaire herself. She's the Dutters, Katie Dudas. Hello friends. I have no new or old tech. <laughs> <laughs> You run your laptops. I'm not having any issues with anything at the moment. You 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 run you run your laptops too. You're literally holding it together with Hello Kitty duct tape. That's 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 the line there. It's impressive. (laughs) I don't even know if that laptop was an Intel. Uh, It was so old, but uh, (laughs) you got the use out of it. That's for sure. Um, But uh, no, good to have you back on here. But uh, oh, you know what? My my, I need to buy a new mouse. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that, that, this is my current tech issue: is this mouse that's barely working and falling apart. <laughs> I'm so I'm so horrible, horrible about having good mice around. Uh, it, it just like whatever Amazon Basics I can throw into the thing for for when we're on location for stuff. So, but anyways, this is the awesome cast where sometimes we have a festivus pull airing of grievances of our technology woes, uh, and then a lot of times we try to talk about the awesome things happening in technology and science. Sometimes, as we might get to here, uh, but please go check out everything out at awesomecast.com. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow the awesome cast Facebook page and the group where a lot of the discussions are happening happening uh stories throughout the week we got a couple in our rundown i hope we get to uh that were submitted and also please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app for the awesome cast tech news uh and geekery uh from pittsburgh here and uh you can also follow the sorgatron media master feed uh where you'll get this another great sorgatron media podcast that we have going on and uh we are live every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern time on the facebook live on the twitch uh, for Sorgatron Media and on the Awesome Cast YouTube page, so you can be a part of the discussion there. And I'll actually tweet so people know that that's happening right now. Uh, so uh, you can join us on any of those, and please comment. We do try to keep an eye on that throughout the episode. Like Dave Ponner of the iPhoneography Podcast is out there right now, and uh, also thank you. Speaking of, he's part of our Patreons, Patreon.com/slash Awesome Cast. Uh, at the coffee club over our friends uh, uh following the show again they get some some extra bits 
of us uh, talking before the show here. Matt Weller, John DeGore, John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky, and Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound joined, of course. And at the fan of the show level, and wait, wait, that Mike was just on last week, right? This has happened since. Brand new Patreon supporter, Mike Pound, has joined us uh, on the Patreon. And fan of the show level, our friends at Mike, Mike F- Michael Fedor, uh, pjmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Podner. As I mentioned before, you can support the show, help keep the lights on, help keep the podcast rolling at patreon.com slash wrestle that awesome cast. I did that on the other show too. Jeez. Um, but uh, yes, awesome cast, awesome cast, awesome cast, awesome cast. Don't, I don't know what show I'm on. Let's get started. This seems like the right mood to start the show with. Daughters, what's your awesome thing of the week? It's a giant cat. Because of course <laughs> it is. It's a giant cat in Japan. It's a 3D cat that is perched on the side of a building. And um, let's see, it's on a th- it's a Starbase 3D LED billboard in Tokyo. Mm. The cat is the size of a yacht on a screen three stories tall. It's a 4K display. It uh, didn't officially open until the 12th, but you've seen some leaked videos of it. Oh, uh, that's crazy. Right? right? And it greets fran- fran- like fans that are there by saying um, Nayan uh, Nichiwa, Nayan Nichiwa, because it's a combination of Nichiwa, which means hello, and Nayan, like Nayan cat, Japanese for meow. Holy crap. Yep, it's a 1600 square foot uh, curved LED screen. And like, it's not really, it's not advertising. There's two companies that are operating the billboard. But it's more to just kind of raise spirits versus advertising something. Yeah. Here's another one with a Cyclops uh, that's showing. Um, I think there's a, maybe a different 3D billboard that's happening. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That is yeah. creepy. <laughs> how does it... Like, that is nuts. Like, how did the arm come out over the stuff? Look, oh, I'm Katie oh, Judas. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at it again. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry about that. I mean, That's too, okay. Too many you inputs. Too many inputs. Here, there, we're back to it. Um, so, uh, but how does it... Oh, so, 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 where is you, the, so is that border part so, of the LED? Yeah, so where you see the fingers, like that is that should be part of the LED. But enough of it is... Because notice nothing goes over the light post, right? So, yeah, and nothing so, drops below that bottom so border. They, of... Right, so they made, they made part of the screen look like it's part of the building to push the the hand over the edge kind of idea and everything like that. So I, I want to see how that works because, like, like, is it working at all angles? Like, you have to stand in a certain kind of uh, range to be for this to work? Like, you know, what if I'm standing... Because the, the screen looks like it does come, like, out and around the corner, right? So, like, is that going to be obfuscated if you're, like, on the edge? Like, what, what happens there? Uh, so I'm really uh, that that looks really cool. Like those are those are nuts. And they, they, there's some other um, um, looks like art installations um, that it has marked here as well. Uh, so um, just <laughs> in uh, South Korea, it looks like uh, China as well. So th- this turned into just an article of just a bunch of 3D billboards, right, Katie? Oh, absolutely. But the cat might be doing something different on uh, next week. Oh, what's the cat going to do? <laughs> I don't know. It just says that they they're teasing that the cat might be up to something new next week can you imagine they start doing that on like like uh times square (laughs) as if it isn't enough on times square for something like that so um no it'll be interesting to see i guess wait is this another angle i'm looking at here at the bottom it looks like it's another angle of that same billboard so you can kind of see the structure of it. it's like curved around uh the edge 
And I don't know if this one's supposed to be in 3D or something. Uh, oh, this is a live stream of that billboard, apparently. <laughs> so this is what's happening oh. now at that billboard. Yeah, every so often, like, so the cat will disappear and be around for a bit, and then they'll put something up. Yeah, so they have, not like, all the time. Yeah, they're, they're just playing, like, a music video, and it's not even taking up the whole bill billboard. Um, and it's at kind of a peculiar angle, so you see the curvature and everything. So I, I, I do wonder, like, what, what that would look like, that 3D would look like from here. Maybe, uh, no, you can't go back on the video, it looks like. So it's just live, live, and not captured. Uh, so I, I might, I want to leave that up and see if we come across anything later in the show. So uh, <laughs> I'll let you know if I'll keep an eye on it too. And I'll let okay. you know if it pops up. <laughs> All right. We'll just leave that over here in this tab here. No problem. Chilla, <laughs> what is your awesome thing of the week? My awesome thing of the week is actually an article written by nine to five Mac. One of the things that I constantly have to do is carry around a multitude of devices because I need a multitude of operating systems to test things on. Mm -hmm. And they wrote a very, very nice article called Digital Inception. Here's how to run Android Chrome OS Windows and obviously Mac OS on your Mac. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so they talk about Windows. You have two different options. I, I choose the boot camp option. Um, obviously, boot camp, you can install Windows 10 right on your Mac. It creates a second partition. You get full use of all the hardware. Apple's created drivers for Windows 10. So you shouldn't have many issues getting things like the touchpad or anything to work. Um, or you can run something like Parallels or VirtualBox or choose your own virtual machine where it's just a piece of software where you run on top of Mac OS and you can run Windows kind of inside of um, right sitting on top of mac os like in a window um parallels kind of lets you do like from what i've read a halfway in between which is pretty cool um, but windows is just the tip of the iceberg <clears throat> they talk about blue stacks which is now free you know they were talking about charging but it's an emulator for both mac and windows that allows you to use android apps right on the laptop which is pretty darn nice i've used that before it's good it's actually pretty good for games so you want to get your Android game on, um, and obviously things like the Apple Arcade run on 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 Mac OS already, um, and then Chrome OS. Um, it's not a hundred percent supported, but they recommend Cloud Ready Neverwhere, um, which I think we've talked about on the show before. Um, Cloud Ready and the Neverwhere software that runs uh, Chrome OS does not run is not supported or not recommended on VirtualBox, which is a free virtual machine engine um, but they do have information on how to use um, a version of vmware um, to run your virtual a virtual machine with chrome os sitting on top of it um, so with that being said if you think about the number of apps they're trying to port from iOS over to Mac OS, including obviously the arcade, most of the arcade, you will be able to use um, things like Xbox and their streaming tech with a, with Ultimate Game Pass. Um, now you can also have Android Chrome OS along with Windows. I mean, you could have one device to truly rule tomorrow. Um, obviously, you're just going to need a big hard drive. <laughs> um, that's so, uh, that's that's. So, 
what to ramp up them drives. Uh, I, I actually started uh, treating, so I got I got boot camp on my computer, but I don't have a lot of space on it because I have other Mac stuff, right? On mm-hmm. uh, my MacBook Pro. And uh, I just, I finally got another hard drive. Did I talk about this on the show? I got another hard drive. I treat it like I do my Xbox where I have a secondary terabyte hard drive and I just download everything to it. Uh, I, I plug that in on my boot camp side of my MacBook um, and just downloaded like a bunch of Steam games and a bunch of stuff from Game Pass. And it's, again, it feels very Xbox. Um, although I think I'm not, I have a late 2018 MacBook Pro. Like an expensive MacBook Pro. And I believe it said it could not support, what game was it? Was it Flight Simulator? <laughs> that wouldn't support uh, the hardware? Um not them. It was Gears of War, maybe. Uh, but that's, su- that's surprising. But yeah, that seems weird to me. It's it's, it's with it's, the with the streaming stuff. Have you? Because I think Gears is supported on the stream, isn't it? It's supported on the stream, but Chilla, uh, what happens when I'm in the Holiday Inn and uh, all I have is the hotel Wi-Fi? It doesn't really work out for me too well. <laughs> so I started like I, I played Rocket League from my from my hotel the other night because I'm like, I'm just going to download these things. And I have an extra hard drive. I throw my uh, backpack. And then when I want a game on the road, um, I just do that. And then, and then you know, I, I can pick up where I left off in a lot of the Xbox games because they're they're mostly uh, cross-compatible. Also, I am uh, currently downloading BlueStacks on the, uh, on the uh, show-off machine right now. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so listen, if I can play Monster Madness from the old Mega Touch machine, uh that i had downloaded on my uh, nexus 7 uh then uh this is worthwhile so yes let me let me know how that goes and if if you also look up oh what was it called there's a and, it, and you know it works perfectly you, you have you have a mac with an sd card slot i um, do not I but you have you have a some you carry around multiple hard drives I I do. Uh I mean I got a com- I got a converter or you know I got a adapter, you know, stuff. So but yeah. If you ch- I would highly recommend checking out Open Emu O P E N E M U. Um it's a open emulator for Mac. I yes, I have that. And I I think that I've I've gotten good range everything up through the N64. I get good until it's a CD-based um, uh, thing because I can never get the ROM file to work. Mm. So, and I'd love to play my Sega CD games. We've, I, Katie, I know we've talked about this, but be, before on the on the show about getting say, Sega CDs to work, right? Yeah, you just want to play Echo. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I want to do is play Echo. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I want to play my my CD quality. Uh, Final Fight and uh, Lethal Enforcers again. Come on. And I have the discs, so, you know. But at Echo the Dolphin, I tell you what. <laughs> I, just, I just liked their interface because much like a lot of the um, uh, what did the XMB, XBMC become? I can't remember now. Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, their library system is really, really nice with automatically grabbing cover art and all kinds of other stuff. So... Mm. Um, that's the one thing I like about their their setup. Yes, yeah, for sure. Well, my awesome thing is the space race. Um, so uh, Richard Branson went to space, or did he? I don't know. It depends on who you ask. Uh, so 
So of course, uh, I you know, I think everybody's heard by now the uh, uh, Jeff Bezos is going to space and Branson like announced that he was going to space like nine days beforehand. Now, this is where it gets a little finicky. And by the way, I do have to stay because I'm looking at the monitor and just noticed um, I did not. I I was I was given this hat by Blue Origin. They are not a sponsor, <laughs> and all they gave me with this hat because they were a sponsor at one of the events that I was at. Uh, but <laughs> I just like the hat, and it's a rocket company, so I wear it. But anyways, so so you have the debate on whether Branson actually went to space. He's got the uh, the the Virgin Galactic thing going on. He's got a it, it was a a basically it's a it's a, a orbital plane, I guess, right? Uh, that they went up, and you know you get up, you get to see space, you get to be in weightlessness for like four or six minutes, something like that. There's some images from it. Uh, and, uh, and there you go. And I guess you're going to be, you too, awesome casters can, uh, be, get, get your ticket for this, uh, for a mere $250,000. So, uh, no problem. Uh, so yeah. And there you see, there you see the plane there that, uh, landed that went up. So it's one of those like sub orbital orbital kind of planes versus what they're doing at the blue origin and Bezos is going to be a bit higher there was actually uh, let me see if it's still did, did you did you guys see the chart that blue origin put up that was just digging at this situation i did not but pardon pot mr Podner in the in the chat who is the closest thing we have to a, a oncast expert in space he says he hit the edge mm-hmm it was not. It was a suborbit flight. Yeah, so suborbital. Um, there's this whole infographic that they posted recently on uh, Blue Origin that talks about the difference between their flight and uh, the, with the New Shepard and uh, Branson's flight with the Virgin Galactic. So um, it, it is actually on a rocket. It is actually going to be well, I guess, relatively orbital or something like that. Uh, there's a, there's the designation, the recognized designation they got into here of what orbital means, how many miles above the surface that is. And, uh, it, there, it just, I, 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 you know, it's, it's really kind of, yeah, some of it's really kind of finicky and kind of like funny, but it is hilarious to me for like, these, these are two guys with more money than God, right? And they've decided to go to space with it in, in whatever method that was. Obviously, Branson's is different than uh, Bezos. And they're both looking at this like space tourism idea, right? Um, for whatever you think of the back and forth of this, this is a net. I feel this is a net positive for space technology moving forward with that, whatever that looks like. Even if it is for now just a thing rich people get to do. Or save your pennies, and you get to do so. You 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 have that opportunity. Um, so, but either way, I mean, it's pushing technology forward, and it's really kind of funny to watch. Did you watch the Branson video where he's riding up between two cars on his on his bike? And and by the way, this spaceport is in is it in the middle of New Mexico? I think. Um, so he's in the middle of the desert. I don't think he biked that whole way. That, that, that guy's like 70 years old or something, isn't he? 60 years old, something like that. Um, so I, I, it, it's, it's, it's just, the video is so overly produced and hilarious. Not as hilarious as the Mark Zuckerberg, uh, uh, surfboarding video with the flag from last week. I know you guys have seen that one. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, 
But still, um, it is it is kind of interesting to watch. And of course, everybody's got some pretty crazy show off videos and uh, and of, of what this is going to be uh, looking like here in the next week. So that is on July. I'm sorry. Yeah, July 20th, I believe, is when they're taking off. Tomorrow live auction. No, no, I'm getting into some other stuff here. Um, but uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Katie, what do you think about this uh, new space race that's happening? <laughs> I, I want to... If, if the whole world wasn't in such a crappy position, it would be way cooler. Like, it's a good distraction, at least, things. right? Huh? It's a good distraction, at least. Yeah, it just it's just hard to like watch them like who's got the bigger you know what <laughs> when there's so many things. It's like this would be better to do it with this. Use your money for this. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. it's it's hard. It's I, I want to be excited, but it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> that's the name of this show, Space D Word. <laughs> space. Well, you chill. I it's it's interesting, but I, what's like maybe I'm not as versed or well versed enough to know. Like, what does this get us? Like, is this really going to get us like a? You're going to be able to go up and get dropped off or well, or yes actually to, to dutter's point is this in our lifetime i guess and mm-hmm. and maybe this is something we just need to do but i i kind of agree with dutter's like is this the best that people could use their free their extra free time to do first of all this point first of all um, yeah absolutely not uh so <laughs> Um, but, but either way, it is pushing technology forward. And there are, there are talks about like, they have that spaceport idea and I, I forget which of the rocket companies, uh, rich guy rocket companies we're talking about here. But one of them was talking about like Shanghai to New York in like an hour flight kind of situation when we go like orbital, suborbital, whatever that technology is. So, I mean, there is kind of a push forward to, and, and that's a thing, to, you know, uh, commercial flights, I'm sure were an arm and a leg when they first did it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. so this is, this is that kind of, uh, I want to, I don't want to call it like a technology trickle down effect, but it really is like now, you know, millionaires are, 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 uh, paying $250,000 to do this now, or, or a couple million dollars to do some of the other rockets or whatever the case may be, but that does eventually become, uh, improving, uh, air travel in one way or another, you know, 20, 30 years from now, probably. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll have commercialized this enough that it becomes a, oh, I don't need to get on a 16-hour flight to go to Thailand, right? Uh, it becomes a different kind of concept there. You know, I mean, same as these hyperloops and underground boring tunnels and and all those kinds of things. Like, I, I kind of put it in that same space. Uh, not and, the, and that's what, not I mean, the, that's where I wish, and, and maybe it's one of those things where there's enough people working on the typical commuter on earth transit mm-hmm. i'm more interested in how do i get from pittsburgh to new york city pittsburgh to chicago without having to board a flight but you know in flight time or less um that's where i would see i don't know yeah maybe if they were pushing more of like this is this is why we are doing this to because this is going to enable 
us in the future to do X. But it just seems like the focus is on who can yes. get there first. Yes. Versus like how is this going to benefit humankind? Um. I well to 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 help you with the messaging, Katie. Let me just uh, read the Twitter byline here, uh, because Blue Origin, you're ready. Oh, you're you're ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Blue Origin, millions of people uh, living and working in space to benefit Earth. <laughs> hashtag New Shepard, hashtag New Glenn, hashtag B3, I don't know what, Blue Moon, uh, yeah, this kind of stuff. Let me see what uh, Galactic is saying, uh, Virgin Galactic is saying over here. Because uh, I want to judge everybody by their uh, Twitter descriptions tonight is where we're going. Uh, but <laughs> Let's see, I know I followed them. Um, and obviously like SpaceX is doing, do I want to say the real work, uh, in the space travel, you know, I mean, they, I mean, they're, they're, they're supplementing NASA and, and, you know, pushing, ex, you know, experiments into space. I know some of them may be tied and, uh, and Reebok or something for some reason, but there's some real science in there. I'm sure, uh, Virgin Galactic's line is, are you ready for this one? <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to just leave this on you for reaction. A new space age is coming, period. Watch Virgin Galactic Space Flight Unity 22 on the link below. Okay, that one's a little more timely, so I guess that doesn't really give me a mission uh, <laughs> per se. Uh, what's Virgin Orbit? Wait, so there's another company called Virgin. Okay, this is Virgin Orbit is opening space for good by launching satellites from the wing of a 747. No biggie. <laughs> it actually says no biggie on this thing. <laughs> Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a whole other mindset. It's, 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 it's so being in social media. Sometimes you see these things, and you're just like, "No, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> why didn't somebody else well, say? I don't know." It's I think it's like, a top-down <laughs> thing. Here, SpaceX says uh, SpaceX designs, manufactures, and launches the world's most advanced rockets and spacecraft. That's very practical. Come on. That's great. Yeah. There you go. Just yeah. tell them what you do. You can tell who's not in the middle of this uh, this rocket measuring contest. Uh, yes. so, <laughs> rocket measuring contest. Show title. Uh, so, um, but I, I, again, I, I, I got, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know for a fact. I, I, I don't know for a fact, but I know for sure. That uh, uh, if they're working on rockets like this, nobody's thinking. <laughs> nobody's thinking so much about down here uh, in this space. You know what I mean? And I, could, I mean, I could be right. It's a generalization, I know. Uh, but, but you know, that's what they're looking. That that's the focus as far as that goes. But that's what these companies were made to do. So, well, meanwhile, down on Earth. We got we're supported we're supported by our good friends down here at Slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yins are made. You can't get that on the moon yet. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, and the North Hills. Plus, of course, as soon as there's a Broadway Avenue on the moon, I'm sure they'll be there too. Uh, so check out our friends SliceOnBroadway.com supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza for a decade here in Beachview. Thank you so much to those guys for supporting the show. Uh, what else do we got in here? Well, we're going to, um, so yeah, I've been, I've been, hold on. Let me close my wish search here. Cause I started getting addicted to that. Uh, Can you, um, I grabbed you a screenshot of the cat. Oh yeah. Oh, where, where's that at? I put it, it's on like line 14 of our notes. Okay. I'm I don't gonna... know if you can pull it up, but uh, so I did grab a screen grab of it. 
been around the corner. It's like high, it's it's running away. It's it's running around the corner. And that's like the best it looks. So it's not oh, the really? ideal. Yeah, it's not a it's not that. a good angle for that. Okay, so that's so this is the look here. Um, there you go. Yeah, it's really. Um, See if I can zoom in on this thing. I don't. Oh no! Now I'm moving it. Oh no! I've ruined everything. Yeah, it just kind of wrapped around. So um, it's definitely. A, it's got to be attuned to that angle of you're looking down on the ground up at it, right? Like mm -hmm. it, it, it. It only makes sense. So, uh, what else we got here? Now I'm down on line 14. Um, let's talk about not this part. So uh, I see somebody put in here. Thank you, Chiller, for putting this in here about Black Widow. Oh, so, you had an issue with it. So, yeah. So, and, and I think I'm, I'm maybe the oddball out when it mm -hmm. comes to Disney plus. So I pay for Disney plus via Apple subscription. Okay. Which makes it increasingly difficult to sign in on anything. That's not an Apple device. Not normally a big deal for me. Cause I usually have something lying around. Understandably. You can kind of do this weird password reset method that'll unlock Disney plus for a period of time on another device. If you're in a pinch, but like I said, usually not a big deal. I usually have an iPad, a phone, whatever lying around. The weird thing was, is I could not get and and I don't know what it's supposed to look like to the normal human. <laughs> I could not get a purchase button inside of any of the Disney Plus apps across, across. a multitude of Apple. Devices. Really, really. So, so I well, actually, I don't pay for it because I had a year. I paid for three out three years <laughs> up front, and uh, which I probably did through the website, and uh, and I think I had a year through FiOS. So I don't know. But you, have to, but you have to pay for Black Widow because it's thirty dollars. Right. So oh, well, oh, well, here's what I did. Let me let me background. I did watch Black Widow in the theater. Paid I think ten dollars after Fandango fees. Really shouldn't have paid that. It would have been okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, watched it in the theater. Realized the screen was cropped off. So I'm like, well, okay, I'm dead. Well, I wanted to also purchase it so Miss can see it out in California as well. And, and it's like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch this thing at least four times before it's accessible to everybody. Let's be honest about it, right? I just put my mm -hmm. movies on in the background and just, just enjoy that. Um, and uh, the next day, I watched it while I was doing work. So um, for me, and again, you know, let's say I'm prepaid. I'm not, I'm not log locked into the, the Apple thing like you are for the account. I'm, but, I'm prepaid for a year. Yes. I prepay a year at a time to get the discount. But it just Apple. happens that my subscription revolves so, based on my, it goes direct to my iTunes account. Mine. So Friday I went to purchase it, uh, probably because after I was done on, so like, like after work kind of time, I believe maybe. Yeah. And uh, and it just came up as an Apple payment on my phone, and then it was on my account across the board, so that it worked for me. So so what I, what I ended up having to do is I had to log in on a browser, mm -hmm. log in with my Gmail account that's attached to my iTunes account, do a password reset because Apple uses the obfuscated fake email address right. with a randomly generated password that you don't get to know. Yeah, that can be problematic um, eventually. And then, so I just reset it using, I reset the password, Yeah, which Apple automatically picks up on. And then I purchased it there. Mm -hmm. And then I signed out and signed back in on all my devices and poof, <laughs> it miraculously worked. Well, there you go. 
Um, well, it worked for a lot of people because apparently the Disney Plus option um, brought netted about sixty million dollars. The theaters in America netted eighty, and I believe it was seventy for international. Uh, so wow, um, just the domestic weekend of eighty million alone beats the crap out of a Fast Nine, which was only available in the theaters. Uh, what two three weeks pre- previously? Uh, so, so I'd say it worked for them. (laughs) I would, I would definitely say it worked for them. Yeah. I, well, they said that 80 million, uh, you was listening to, uh, cord killers and they said that 80 million for a, they're calling like a black video, like they're calling it a, this tier of Marvel movie, uh, which feels reductive when they say that for black widow, but they're talking about like, it's not an Avengers movie, right? Like obviously those are going to be like nuts, right? It's not multiple. It's it's not three or more stars. Yes, exactly. Um, it, so they, they get compared to like Doctor Strange. Like it was on the left. Like just that domestic weekend looks like Doctor Strange as far as numbers go. And then you add to that the fact that they did another worldwide another another good bit. Uh, and and also um, you know the Disney Plus thing. Now now comparably you know again I, I think they said nineteen percent of movie theaters are still closed. I can tell you where I was in Jackson, Michigan, which is like in the Wait, wait, we did this on the show last night, which is right here, I believe, uh, right here in the middle of the mitt, okay, in Michigan. Um, I looked up on Fandango, and uh, it was the only, like, a mile from me was the only theater in 30 miles, uh, to the point that the, the AMC across the street was still closed up there. And they, the AMCs, I believe, are all open down here in Pittsburgh. So, but again, Michigan, I believe, um, was a little longer in getting kind of back up to speed, correct? Uh, so, I mean, even I watch a wrestling show out of Maryland and while we're watching our pack crowds in Florida, they're still doing pots in uh, Maryland based, uh, Baltimore based, um, um, pro wrestling show. So again, everybody's at a different level. Not everybody's wide open, even though it might look like it wherever you may be. Um, so I, that's impressive. I think that's a testament to, you know, it's one of the bigger movies that do this kind of thing. It is the biggest movie that do this kind of thing, obviously by the numbers, but, you know, this we already got movie theaters down to like a 30 day window. Like you're going to see stuff on Peacock in like four months after it comes up. like Fast Nine, I think is going to be on Peacock in four months. If I if I if I listen to the story correctly today. So I'm just waiting for Quiet Place 2 to pop up on Paramount Plus myself. So, so I can, you know, where uh, uh, watch it with with headphones and really go nuts on that thing. Um, but um, but I don't know. What do you guys think of this kind of like shifted window idea? In four months, I'll get all the memes about family. Oh, you! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know what? I don't think you need to watch the movie to get those. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It's been a. It's been a thread for a while for 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 eight movies, hasn't it? So, yeah, yeah. Um, when and what's the what's the release schedule for? their disney plus release because it's i don't think it's even three months is it for black widow i think it's three months i think it's, I, think it? It, I think it's a it's it drops for everybody in october so, so that's not bad i mean no, that's, that's not bad at all i can pull it up real quick because it actually says it if you if you look on uh cruella i think pops up at the end of august so i'm, I'm waiting now for that one and i saw i saw reviews or i, I don't know if it would have been worth 30 dollars or maybe maybe a drive-in mm-hmm. or something 
um, or something like that, you know. And of course, everything is going to be. Uh, and I'll be interested to see if this continues as we get to the Eternals coming up in the fall. Uh, Spider Man's obviously a, a Sony movie. Uh, wasn't that's there, not till Christmas. That, that's not until Christmas. Wasn't there another? Oh, Shang Chi was another one that uh, that comes up. So yeah, if I click on uh, Cruella, you can still unlock it for thirty dollars. Uh, but it will also be available to everybody on August 27th. And I think that launched at the beginning of June, late late May, perhaps. Uh, and if I go to Black Widow. And also, did you watch The Good, The Bart, and The Loki Simpsons parody? It's only no, Simpsons. No, but only I have Simpsons watched. Uh, I am caught up on Loki. Yes. Not Wednesday yet. So, yeah, I'm caught up on Loki. <laughs> And that's worth all the, I, I think I would, uh, and I liked, was it uh, Falcon Winter Soldier more than I liked WandaVision and I like Loki more than mm-hmm. Falcon Winter Soldier and Falcon Winter Soldier was pretty darn good. I'm sorry. You know what? It actually, it was, it was, it was, it was just like a, a, a long Marvel movie. Um, actually, it does not tell me. Now that I don't ha- now that I have it when it's open to everybody else, because why would it tell me? But I think that is October. I think it's like a three month. It, I did read. I did find an article that read it read October. Okay. Yeah. Got to wait till next year for Doctor. So Strange. it works for Disney. We'll see how it works for everybody else. So uh, Paramount apparently commented on it over the like today or over the next couple of days or something like that. So um, I enjoyed it. It was it's worth it for. Uh, you know i mean i'm probably not going to grab a blu-ray when it comes out because it's going to be on disney plus right so you know you know i'm I'm not i'm not too and plus multiple people are going to be able to see that and i'll watch it multiple times even before that so i'm not worried about that i'm still i'm still really kind of uh blown back with that a pixar movie popped up out of nowhere last month uh this luca movie but I've heard good things about that. I don't me know. Me too. I, I've, yeah, I'm trying to get a minute to, to sit down and watch that one. It looks like it'd be kind of interesting. So, so Black Widow's doing just fine. Uh, <laughs> Dutters, what do you got here you want to talk about? Hmm. Let's see. Let's do. Oh, let's talk about what Twitter's doing. Well, no, no, no. I take it back. I take it back. This might interest Chilla. So let's talk about this. Um, Apple is now offering a $99. MagSafe battery pack for the iPhone 12 family. Mm. So it just, it's, you know how it works? Magnets. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, so you can buy it now. Uh, looks like the, the author of the story in The Verge said it's going to ship uh, deliveries between July 22nd and 26th. Um, but this just goes in the back of your phone. It definitely does not charge your phone as quickly as other means, but uh, it definitely will work well for if you're in a pinch. I question how fast you need to charge a phone, especially if the magnet or if the, if the battery is attached to the back of it, like the only, the only thing that I have seen drain a battery faster than I can charge it, depending on which charger I'm using is Roblox, which that's probably the, the, the Roblox community person is probably not going to be the person that's interested in this, this, device. I am super excited about this. Um, I actually have, is it here? I think it might be attached to another phone that's upstairs. Yeah, no, it is. It's down here. 
Um, I actually have one of the old school hmm. battery packs that was made by Apple. You can see the Apple logo on the back. Um, this device is kind of a rubber. You literally slide your iPhone into it. It's a, it's a battery the lightning adapter. It's at the a bottom. It's a battery pack case. It's kind of like a it's Mophie a, situation. Yeah, but it has the, what I liked about it. it has it's has the pass perfect pass through lightning adapter. Mm -hmm. um, it works extremely well. It's slim. The pass through on the buttons is very nice. Um, I, don't know, I just thought it was a, it was a very very nice um, device for. Um, for what I needed, it would last me, I could get over a day with pretty decent heavy usage mm -hmm. on it. So I used it when I was traveling back when people traveled. Um, this to me is just so much nicer because you can take it off. Mm -hmm. um, I am a fan of the magnets. So I have the wallet. Um, I use the magnet charger. Um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. I can swap out the thing on the back of the device for what I need at that moment. Um, and this is just another one of those things to add to the arsenal. And personally, I'm not worried about the, the thing that I thought was interesting was I read articles that it's, it's recommended you use one of the faster, more high powered charging technologies to charge the battery pack and it will pass through charge. Mm -hmm. And if the battery pack is plugged in, it will actually pass charge to the device faster. Um, I don't. I don't know if that, that means they're worried about. Eh, they couldn't be worried about some kind of heat issue because it would generate the more. I don't know what they're worried about. The only thing I wish they would have done is made it a little bit bigger. Um, you're not going to be able to top up to 100% depending on which phone you have with that battery pack. Mm. Uh, and uh, Dave's saying in the in the chat room, uh, if you plug in the, you can charge both. Not sure how two way charging from the iPhone works. So yeah, I've had that because like my charger, like I have a wireless charger in the car, but it doesn't charge fast enough when I'm like on a three and a half hour drive, you know, running a GPS and music off of it, right? So like I I'll pull another cord and plug it in. So I I hope it's not damaging the phone having two kind of charging apparatus is kind of connected at the same time but uh but i mean it, it it seems to work out for 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 me i guess so yes um I, i'm trying to log into blue stacks right now so <laughs> sorry uh, i had one more to, to touch on here that uh actually amanda uh narcissi had shared with us big updates to the transit app according to netspittsburgh.com um, the country's first integrated mobility system connecting all transit options in one app. Now, this is an app that I use. It's, it, the transit apps are really nice here in Pittsburgh, and I believe it, it applies uh, in in many of the uh, uh, markets as well. Uh, it tells you, like, you can see, like, more or less exactly where your train and your bus is that's coming your way. So I've used it a lot when I've had to, like, make a trek downtown to see when the train's coming. If you need to connect across multiple lines, uh, it, it takes care of that kind of situation. But on top of that, it is also, they, they have new transit options that are going to be integrated into this, including uh, new low-speed electric scooters provided by Spin. I believe those just launched here in the last couple of weeks in Pittsburgh. Uh, car sharing abilities by Zipcar, 
electric mopeds by Scooby. I know we see the Scoobies around here um, a good bit. Not this neighborhood, but I know uh, more towards the middle of the city. Uh, carpool matching and commuting services through Waze Carpool. Uh, let's see, charging of e-scooters with uh, Swift Mile. So you're just like pulling in a lot of services at this point. Uh, more um, mobility information from transit screens and, of course, your trip planning, trip planning and trip booking uh, through the transit app itself. So it's, uh, I'd say it's, it, it was heck of a, a useful thing beforehand, but now that kind of rolls is like, you know, you, you know, like, okay, if I take the train to this stop and then I can grab a scooter and go the four or five blocks, you know, that, that doesn't have a direct connection, like it would integrate all those kinds of things together from the sounds of things. So, um, I, I think, well, Chile, you're the most, you're the most transit used, person living in dormont i mean it's all about having that train in a town but i guess you don't have a terribly complicated situation there i it's not terribly complicated but i'll be honest with you like the one thing i wish and what is i'll have to find the link for the transit app because i've never used it but i did notice as my first foray into returning to work recently and we're going in probably at least a day a week mm-hmm. um I wish I could touch, I wish I could just use my phone to touch to pay. Like I'm tired right. of the cards. I, I, um, I tell you what, when I was in New York city two weekends ago, like um, Apple pay, I believe popped up a just, notification and yep. said, Hey, you're enabled you, for, you can pay, you can pay yeah. on the Metro with it. And that's I, what I wish we had here. We didn't have, we were, I, we were driving around. So I didn't get a chance to do the Metro this time, but, um, but yeah. So, um, but I will say, interestingly, it's funny that you mentioned it. Um, because I was coming out of the T station this morning, and I swear there was nothing on the sidewalk across from the Steel City or Steel Plaza T stop. Um, you know where like Bruger's is, kind of across the street there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I swear there was nothing, nothing painted on the ground. But when I walked back to the train this afternoon, there was like an end spot you would never fit a car in like because they have street parking right there yeah there's an end spot across the street from Brugger's that you would never be able to fit a fit a car in but they had painted it white and it had a picture of a scooter and a bike and it had i'll have to take a picture of it when i go in on thursday um and tweet it out to, to awesome cast i think it had a logo in the middle and then wouldn't you know someone pulled up and dropped the scooter off right there <laughs> so i'm like well this is kind of awesome because you could take the train yeah walk it literally across the street and hop on a scooter and be on your way mm-hmm. so the, the bounce around i'm downtown. actually excited you know i could make it pretty far into the strip district quickly if I, depending on what was open for lunch and make mm-hmm. it back pretty quickly for maybe a minimal amount of money. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think that's a, that's those short trips kind of thing. Katie, do you see using something like this? I know, I know you're more of a car mover though. Car mover person. Yes. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not keen on, on the scooters because if you've ever been in a city where they've had the scooters, the scooters do not go back to a home. The scooters go, Oh, Mm-mm. here you go. I'm done. I just like I just saw piles of them around Nashville. Yeah, <laughs> I, did. I saw that St. as well. I, like I saw the article, I was like, oh, we got scooters in Pittsburgh. I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I think I tweeted it with something like, oh, here we go. And so. our sidewalks are such a mess to begin with, and then you're just gonna throw scooters on top of it. It's like, no, 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 no. 
Yeah. Where do the scooters go? Are they supposed to be in the bike lanes? Are they supposed to be on the street? Or are they? Are they? Is it a? a uh, I wouldn't think you would. I don't know what the rules are. Should be going on the sidewalk on those things. Hopefully, I give you like kind of a, a like a hey, this is how you're supposed to ride a scooter in the, these lanes and this, and make sure you obey mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. So, and by the way, I'm trying. But to, I mean, go ahead. People are just dropping them on there, though. Yeah, That's how yeah. it was happening. Like other cities, they were just like, "Oh, yep. I'm done with it, and I don't want to throw it on this public then, private property, so I'll just leave it on the sidewalk." And then they That's have like, to have people that go around in a pickup truck and just throw all the scooters in the back and return them. I can't remember if that was like internally or if they like like people like it, that became another like gig economy of becoming a scooter picker upper. You know, and it's easy to find them because they all have GPS because they're all uh, all got things going. Oh, okay, here we go. This is my first Blue Stacks experiment. I'm actually logging into the Transit app on my laptop via Android. <laughs> so, oh no, let's see if location services work on here. Uh, but we'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so th- this is great. Now I can download Android apps and show them off on the show, and I don't have to connect to anything else. So when those kinds of things uh, uh, come up. So let's see, set my home, show upcoming events. Let's see what happens. Access my calendar. Let's see what. <laughs> I'm trying to just get to a map like I'm used to on this thing. But, anyways, that's enough of that. Well, I think that is a full show of awesome things here, guys. Is there anything? I don't know. Was there anything else that needs to be mentioned? Looks pretty straightforward. Galactic TikTok. TikTok is letting USC users apply for jobs with video resumes. Does that seem like a good idea at all? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I haven't looked too deep into it. I didn't know they were talking about it on the other thing, but uh, I'm also not entirely looking for a job. So, um, but um, yeah. Anyways, uh, Chilla, he's at Chilla on the Twitters. Josh, chill on the Facebooks. Now I'm now I'm playing with the transit app. Riding scooters, or you can find him uh, riding scooters around downtown on his lunch break, probably uh, coming up here. If you come into town, we could have a we could have a scooter race. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we will we will very kindly replace the scooters where they belong. I, I did get a bike once in Dallas because I I had to I I was supposed to meet people at the other end of the uh, the park that we were at. So I had the Uber drive me off on one end and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll walk across. It's a nice day. And then I was like, oh, let me take a bike for a little bit. <laughs> so it's my only experience doing one of those uh, uh, bike share programs. Uh, Katie is Kate Dutters on the Twitter. Kate Marie PGH on the Instagram, I think is right. Yep. Yay. Good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> lots of lots of lots of good stuff over there. And of course, I'm at Sorgatron on all the places, including TikTok. Apparently, I haven't done TikTok for a while, though. I kind of fell out again, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping to do some things that we get on there a little bit more again, especially with the awesome cast account. Uh, and again, thank you, everybody. Uh, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, and join us on Patreon uh, to support the show. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.